Hi everyone, I'm Tony Garitano, founder of Progress and Lending Association, and I want to welcome you to another edition of the Lending Buzz podcast. I want to start off this edition like I do every edition of the Lending Buzz podcast by giving you my take. That's where I give you my take about what's going on in the lending industry today. Well, my friends, I've been hearing that a lot of people are stir-crazy. They've been cooped up for over a year because of COVID, and they are super excited to get back on the road and to do live conferences. A lot of them think that live conferences are going to be the cure-all for their dipping sales. I don't mean to be um, a killjoy, but there is no silver bullet to increasing sales in the mortgage industry or any other industry. And I don't think a return to live conferences is going to be a silver bullet. It's gonna take a lot more work on the part of everybody in our industry to do a lot more to get those sales up. And live conferences is not going to be that thing that automatically shoots those sales through the roof. I know that may seem a little harsh and I know a lot of people are looking forward to live conferences. I just fear that they're not going to bring the return that a lot of people are wanting. Stay tuned to the podcast next week as I give you some tips on how to make the most of live conferences, because I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't go. I'm just saying, be realistic about the results that you're gonna get and use your time there wisely. Stay tuned next week when I give you some tips on how to make the most of live conferences. Now, I'd like to transition to the executive spotlight section of our podcast, where we put a lending executive in the spotlight to display and share his or her insights for all of you. So this week, I'd like to welcome Dave Parker. Uh, Dave is Chief Product Officer at Loan Logics. In his role, he is responsible for divining, um, defining and executing the vision and direction of the company's portfolio to rapidly grow sales, customer engagement, and retention. He is also responsible for designing new solutions for the industry's current challenges, while also positioning loan logics for the market's future demands. Welcome to the podcast, Dave. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you. So I want to start off by asking you uh, a general question. I mean, what impact are slowing refinances having on mortgage servicing right transfers? Yeah, the uh, the, the biggest thing is is it's uh, it, as you know, the mortgage um, industry has has these cycles, and and uh, what occurs is uh, there's just a different dynamic as as the, as the cycle shift, and and in this uh, time frame, you know, a lot of originators um, are not necessarily making the, the revenues on the origination side, 
And so with the refi um, uh, leaving us uh, and those volumes being down, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of smaller shops are looking for ways to continue to uh, sustain themselves. And selling mortgage servicing rights is certainly one of the ways that they can uh, uh, continue to uh, uh, enhance their, their working capital and uh, and and, main, and remain viable in uh, in down cycles. Uh, so that certainly uh, uh, triggers a lot more uh, of the sale of, of MSR. Uh, and um, and so that's part of what um, we want to facilitate uh, at, from a loan logics perspective going forward is is making sure that that commerce can occur as efficiently as we possibly can. So, how are sellers doing meeting delivery requirements in your opinion? What what sellers uh, struggle with is is uh, their their number one objective is is. Um, making sure that they are optimizing the value uh, of the MSR that's getting transferred. And those mortgage servicing rights, uh, and, and that varies uh, based on the buyer um, with regards to what are the critical document types that I need to have, uh, what is the taxonomy, what is the stacking order, uh, and quite frankly, all of that becomes uh, problematic then for the seller. And all of this is occurring within uh, pretty tight windows uh, where people need to get this effectively transferred within 72 hours. And and otherwise, you have some borrower interruptions that that nobody wants to have in the process. And so it's very complex for a seller to be able to just sell to anybody uh, anytime they want. And uh, and that certainly shows. And uh, when you talk to buyers, they certainly are used to the lack of sophistication. Uh, inconsistency uh, from sellers as well. So that's that's problematic on the buy side. It just creates more friction, more challenges, more follow-up, and any friction in the process obviously is is bad for from an expense perspective. Uh, it's bad from a timing perspective, and it's bad from a borrower experience perspective. Um, how is seller delivery um, impacting buyers of MSRs these days? Well, it, it, it's a, it makes it very inefficient for buyers uh, today uh, with a lack of tools. So what buyers end up having to do is when when uh, uh, volumes of MSR transfers uh, increase, um, they're, they're basically faced with faced with two dilemmas. Um, they have to increase the the number of people that they have working um, uh, and able to process uh, the MSRs being transferred, the documentation. Uh, making sure it's complete, um, making sure that they're getting the taxonomy right in their own systems, those types of things. So there's considerable um, expense with ramping up people um, as, as the cycles turn. Uh, in addition, there's there's quality control problems they typically have. Uh, so do do I do maybe a double-blind type of an approach where I have two sets of, of people that are um, uh, classifying the documents and indexing those docs um, and uh, getting those in, in the proper taxonomy, um, and that, that becomes, you know, a dilemma or a challenge that they have. So, and, and all of this is cost, and again, all of that uh, equates to uh, more expense. Um, I'm sorry, uh, um, all of that equates to a potential uh, borrower experience that's, mm-hmm. that's negative, which everybody's looking to um, avoid. So the buy side is, is very cyclical, very inefficient today. 
very cumbersome, low quality. Um, those would all be the, the characterizations that I would put on this. And, and the folks I bring in when this happens are, are typically entry-level uh, types of people uh, because I just can't retain them uh, because of the cyclicality inside of the mortgage industry. It's, uh, it, it just makes it tough. So you can imagine how difficult it is uh, as, as these MSRs ebb and flow uh, with regards to my staffing requirements, with regards to uh, making sure I can uh, sustain a level of quality in my operation. Um, and uh, that, that really is, is the characteristic of the world as it is today. How can the um, MSR transfer process be improved, in your opinion? Are there any um, big ideas that you can share with our listeners? Oh, absolutely. So Loan Logics, um, we're really the leader in, in this space, uh, bar none. And really what, what we can, uh, and this applies to both newly originated loans uh, as well as with uh, seasoned loans, um, no one's been doing it as long as we have, and, and no one's been doing nearly the volume uh, we have over time. And so what uh, what we have is really a network uh, that facilitates uh, both sellers getting onto that network, and it facilitates buyers getting onto the network. And we understand uh, we have uh, integrations with buyers that represent about uh, 96% of the, uh, of the uh, new loan MSR transfer space, and uh, we have uh, existing integrations that represent uh, nearly 60% of the season loan or bulk transfer space. And so we have a, a very robust buyer side network uh, that's part of what Loan Logics offers. Uh, and then we have a very easy and intuitive um, user interface for sellers to get onto the system. It's easy, easy for them to authenticate, get on the network. And then we have a way for them to just drag and drop the, um, their, their loans right into the system. We do some initial checks to make sure that, it, that the loans are complete. We make sure that the critical docs are there for where they want to ship the loans to. Uh, we make sure that, uh, and, and then we can transfer those to those supported buyers and make sure that we're delivering um, all the critical docs with the right taxonomy, uh, with the uh, right stacking order for them to process those. And in addition, we also provide, which, which no one else is nearly as sophisticated as we are, we also provide uh, significant data extractions off of the stocks. And that extraction really facilitates a lot of downstream automation on the buyer side. So what you really need to be thinking about here is we're the only ones that have really built this robust interstate system for MSR transfers or network, if you will, for MSR transfers. Uh, very similar to like a, a payment uh, processing network. Uh, where you go scan your card. We, we literally have the point-of-sale devices for the sellers, and we have the delivery uh, to the, uh, to the uh, buy side that's incredibly efficient, incredibly fast, and uh, very much lights out. Um, and that's a function of the level of automation that we're able to provide uh, to, um, to the process. Uh, we have a, um, uh, an offering called IDEA, uh, and, uh, and that's intelligent data extraction and automation. Uh, we've been doing this for over 10 years, and uh, what we're able to do is, is have that facilitate really a lights-out uh, process. So that, what that really means is it's, uh, it's very high-quality, uh, highly reliable data, highly reliable processing, and it happens literally uh, the minute that, um, that seller drops a, a package 
uh, drags and drops a package uh, into the uh, into the seller portal, it, uh, it it immediately kicks in and starts to clear that process. So it's a uh, it's it's a very robust and and very um, very highly efficient and automated uh, transfer network that we have in place. And last question. Um how will improving the MSR transfer process impact um, labor costs, eliminate delays, and also improve the borrower experience? Yeah, so, so with regards to labor costs, what we do is uh, what I described earlier as part of the problem as a very cyclical uh, nature of how the volumes flow, but, but also a very labor-intensive process. What we do is we make it such that you never have to have that labor uh, ever. So we make it very linear. Uh, you can turn on the spigot, turn off the spigot for for acquisition of uh, mortgage servicing rights, uh, and it's really uh, all via how you want to configure your system, how you want to manage your company. So basically, we take labor costs out of the equation completely. Um, with regards to eliminating delays, it's all also immediate. Um, uh, part of the the enhancements that are coming near, near term is you literally will be able to see the pizza being made, for lack of a better uh, description. But uh, in essence, you'll be able to uh, track from conception all the way to delivery uh, of all the steps that are being performed to, to support that function. Uh, but it's immediate, uh, and the minute you drag and drop that file, it uh, begins to pick it up and process it. So, that the network is incredibly efficient that way, and, and that obviously makes it such that everybody can get the transaction completed as soon as possible. Um, we even make it such that if you want to deliver and then follow on later with maybe some of the critical documents, um, then uh, we'll even facilitate those types of follow-on types of, uh, of use cases, which, which will make the, the network even that much more um, um, user-friendly and uh, and really facilitate the, the transfer of critical data as soon as possible uh, when people make uh, the agreement to do the transfers. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today, Dave. Well, yeah, it's great to be here. Uh, we're very excited about this, and uh, I appreciate you wanting to uh, talk to us about it. It's uh, very exciting. I would like to thank our special guest, for joining us. I would also like to thank all of you for listening. And with that, this edition of the Lending Buzz podcast comes to a close. Until next time, so long.